Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, finding a mom-life balance. Memes and I are going to take you on a summer series, and our summer series is going to be all about summer break and making it stress-free. So on today's first episode of the series, we're going to help you build your parent summer survival kit based on the experiences that we've had, and we hope Torn Tribe that you find them beneficial. So memes, you know, you're in the education world. So I think your experience of getting to summer break is probably very eventful <laughs> in many different ways. But what's your approach to planning for summer break? And maybe it's a little different this year coming out of like hybrid COVID educational world. No, definitely. So it just happens to be the really busy get to a closing point, post the grades, say the thank yous to partners, um, get the communications out, send invoices, right? Like there's lots of action items. So I can anticipate people with that um, schedule feeling like having the entire summer to plan as like an entire project they don't have time for right like even if you have it in your work plan there's always something and and you're going based on deadlines that either keep moving closer or farther away (laughs) from you um but to be able to enjoy it you're hoping you can like close out one aspect and then shift if it's like a fiscal year if it's just because you have you know i'm in a charter so we don't get two months off of school but there's always some sort of pause take a week here, two weeks here, another week in this other part of the summer. Um, So for me, most of the time, one month of it is planning and the other part is like a week by week basis because if I'm in, then it's a change of daycare or wherever she's, you know, it was daycare for a while or what the schedule is so that I can work. And then, you know, Sophie's our little one that I, you know, I have to mind the hours all the rest of the time. Thank goodness Justin can take care of himself over the summer (laughs) and make meals for himself. Um, And so I will try to plan the time off and have the enjoy the like Monday through Friday while most people are traditionally working or it's less, a little less crowded because in New York, you almost wonder how there could be traffic all the time when there is school and there's still traffic when school's out. But um, I, I tend to plan that broadly so that the time I'm off is covered, but then more week to week with like a schedule of going to work and where I have to drop soap off or where the pickup is, because for me, that's more bearable. So I could kind of recommend deciding at this point before it kicks off or late April in May, thinking about do I want to take on the idea of planning the whole two months or would I rather go week week to two weeks, consider weather, consider, uh, you know, events and opportunities that come up 
or do I want to know it's all covered so it's out of the way, especially if I'm trying to find some alternate daycare for a different schedule? Because those are the things I think that can be the most stressful for us when there's that change and we have to, it's a whole project planning of where the kids are going to be for how many hours, how does it change my work routine, getting around, commuting. And then that you want to feel like it's a different season, right? You want to be able to enjoy it and have a little different intensity to it. And so I think if you can decide which one works better for you, planning it all ahead or, or week by week, taking into consideration those circumstances, I think you can still minimize stress. Yeah, I think um, the key word here is building your parent, the parent mm-hmm. summer survival kit uh, and recognizing that each summer that comes deciding how you want to show up. I know over the years I've showed up different every single summer. I So our approach is really depending on um, what we want to attain that the summer that's coming before us. I, I don't use the same system or the same approach every single year. Um, and being that my job is year round and I have to plan PTO and there are no like summer breaks for my job. Um, it looks a little different every single summer, but I would say that, you know, there have been summers where I've decided my approach is that I am going to make sure we have one awesome uninterrupted family vacation. Right. So up until then, everything kind of stays copacetic. The child is in the home and we're reading books just like we do during the school year. Or, you know, um, I might be taking off a couple hours here and there earlier or working a little bit earlier to get off a little earlier so we could enjoy the pool in the evening. Um, But there have been summers where that's just not, you know, every single week having special events is just not possible because I was the only one, um, you know, taking care of them. It was just me and my husband were working full-time from home and homeschooling full-time from home. So it just didn't make it possible to kind of take chunks and weeks, you know? Um, but, and then, you know, things have shifted and, you know, this summer my approach is use help. Right. So we actually have a nanny. So for our nanny, we created kind of like a Monday through Friday flex schedule that pretty much just gives her resources and tools to be able to do different types of events, whether they're educational, whether they're cultural or um, just experiences. But having to let go of that. Right. So my approach this summer is use as much help as I possibly can to have my kids feel like it's a different season. And the reason that's my heart this summer is because so much of the year they've been home um, because of hybrid school. So to kind of read where they're at emotionally and kind of what they're asking for for their summer, because now they're very much more vocal, they're college age all the way to, you know, preschool age. So they could kind of tell me what they would like their weeks to look like and their days to look like for their summer break. Um, 
And so I can help show up that way by making sure we have the help that we need to make that a reality because I'm just not able to be everywhere since I work full time. Um, but that could be a hard decision to make, right? To let go and accept the help that's around you, especially if, you know, you're a working parent and your child is young and you want to experience those first swims or that first time at the beach or, you know, whatever the first is, or there's a special occasion. So I think memes, you know, like picking your approach from the beginning and setting out what goals of summer break you actually want to achieve kind of will help lay the foundation of how you research and plan for it. Um, Because depending on your approach, you're either going to have to plan a month in advance or you can plan a week in advance or even day by day. But it really depends on the approach that you take. No, definitely. And I think that makes you feel at peace rather than feeling like you have something hovering, just waiting to kind of trap you (laughs) or trap (laughs) you, make you feel like it's taking up all of your time or the day-to-day pressure of like a new, I know that um, the resources that I've become familiar with while we're definitely in a different time and it won't be a hundred percent like everything is open and everything's available to the capacity. Those resources have been essential in knowing what's in the community, knowing different because the weather permits different events that are taking place. If it's not cultural events and activities, it's, it could be a one-off in the park of a presentation or any of those things. And so it really helps to have uh, New York Metro parents, um, online resources uh, in your local area that you can get those. One, I think of backup activities and indoor things when the weather is not great over that time. And um, the other is seasonally appropriate events that come in that you, you know, that you didn't have first when we were you know, mostly home or, or limiting our access or secondly, because the weather just doesn't permit in your region. So I think it's helpful to regularly peruse those and see when things are popping up and having things in your back pocket. The other part is, and even when you think about going away somewhere where you want to experience everything, it takes time to figure out hours. And now we know lots of things you're going to have to um, reserve in advance and make sure capacity is considered. So that can be time consuming and just being familiar with where you can go to search on this is good for Sunday events. This is good for weekday events. These are the, you know, in the sense of goals and what there was a summer that it was, let's explore new different sprinklers that we haven't gone to that park and done the sprinklers there. Um, And so different goals you have of the activity you want or what exposure you want to give the kids or just what event you want to attend kind of doing that research so that it doesn't feel like you're trying to make the most of a day and your day is getting away from you. Cause you know, Oh, we should have been there earlier or this is not for this day of the week. Or if you do have, if you're not going on like just an open schedule of a week or two straight, it's I'm going to take this PTO. And so during that week, what are the things happening? What's the day that we're going to the zoo? What's the day we're doing the beach or the aquarium or seeing a show or doing the movie, you know, in the park um, to picnic or anything, you know, any of those events that are seasonally appropriate. I, I just know that 
you don't want to waste the time and then you don't want to feel like it's a Herculean task to figure out how to make it fun. If you're local, if you're going out of town, if it's something for extended time or just a long weekend that you're taking, I think some of those um, resources always make it feel and recommendations from friends because sometimes, you know, just recently getting recommendations from friends of things on Long Island that that's not my backyard um, was helpful to explore a new place. Yeah, definitely resources. And I would say as you're picking your approach of how you're going to show up for your summer break and how you want your children to show up for summer break and what experience you want to expose them to, like look into your company's summer hours Um, because there are some companies that give summer flex hours. Um, So it's worth asking because I know working now during these remote times, if you're not back in the office, sometimes you get so overwhelmed with email that you miss the employee perks that (laughs) they're trying to communicate to you via email. (laughs) So um, I would highly suggest that if you haven't, noticed or heard anything different if you haven't realized or ever heard of it before at your company you might as well just throw it out there because there are a lot of a a lot of companies doing things to accommodate because of covid um i know my husband's company is like even giving extra days off around the fourth of july right so things that are just very particular and specific to this summer break um Mm -hmm. so check out your your employee, your employer's website and ask questions. And then I would also say the other awesome resource that I can take for granted, because I know, you know, planning for summer break, the first time I had to do it, I was just kind of in analysis paralysis because I just got overwhelmed. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, the person, you know, this little person now is with me for too many hours that I don't have. And it just, became very daunting and so the awesome resources that I think often we forget about is our schools (laughs) Um, you know we think oh well we're going on summer break so they're out of our mind but that's not true they actually offer a lot of schools offer summer either programs uh, they have the resources to point you to summer camps Um, they even suggest like library resources and your local library has amazing resources as well. And even different events that they're even doing virtual now, um, and that you could get your child plugged into. But, and then even, um, if your child's an athlete, more times than not, whatever sport that they've participated in, whether that was in the fall or in the winter or in the spring, during summertime, they are holding summer camps. And so if your child had a coach that they really connected with or an organization that you did a sports uh, sport event with, reach out to them and see if you missed the summer program email where you can register for that. Because typically they have walk-in, um, the Monday walk-in that you can just go and sign up for the week and participate like that so you don't have to feel stressed that you needed to plan this you know months ago is my point so take it with ease parents (laughs) summer break is coming we cannot stop it from coming 
It's going to happen, but you can get through it with a smile. And I would say another huge resource that I've used since my first summer break, and I continue to use it to this day because it's so flexible, is the Parent Magazine. Um, And you can find it online. They have an online version, and you can look for it for the specific city that you live in. And they're amazing because... They'll give you all different types of events or just even fun articles and stories to read with your children, right? So um, there's like music events in there and art events and park events, and they give you the local parks, um, park and rec websites to check out um, to tell you about like different hiking trails or botanical gardens or different camping events that are happening in your area. Um, so there's a lot of different resources out there, just a Google search away to help make this, uh, parenting during summer more doable and practical. And that means, I'm guessing we'll just put some of these out there in our notes section of our show so Mm -hmm. that folks can also pull it from there. Definitely. Uh, What I like about the way those publications are organized is that usually if it's a repeat event, like say it's every Sunday at 10 a.m., they will list it that way. And so I think that is a nice way to find a cadence. If your child really really enjoyed participating in an event, maybe that's the one that gets repeated throughout the season. And then some other things can be variables. But um, I think it just helps you learn about different things that are offered in your city could be close by you could do another you know part of town or borough or um and they're usually um highlighting uh interests if it's a stem activity it's a coding activity if it's um with nature outdoors climbing um bowling event they're playing music they're you know it's a puppet show so you can find lots of exposure and you can find you know if they have a calendar that the event is going to be changing but you like the venue there's just different ways to approach it so that it doesn't feel like every you're calculating for 60 70 days of the summer correct Um, and so it's it's a, a handful of events but it's it's you know covering the season And I would say another approach to summer break for the parents that have older children that kind of like teenagers or even your son's home for college break and in between um, semesters, like, yes, you don't have to plan their summer, obviously, and they have their friends and their own activities. But with with my child that's college age, my approach for summer break with him is I want to create opportunities intentional opportunities to connect, right? So I've decided, hey, I'm going to get a puzzle and I'm going to put it out on my dining room table and see if he joins me (laughs) so that we can talk. Or once a week, we're going to go to Starbucks and we're just going to grab coffee and we're going to walk and talk. It's interesting how coffee makes you chatty. So (laughs) Um, being able to connect since I know that summer break is pretty much the longest time he's home now. And most of the time he's off away at college. So you can even um, create a parent summer survival kit for that. Cause I know it can be hard and sometimes discouraging how hard it is to get a hold of your child <laughs> and actually have them spend quality time with you as they get older. But if you're, 
if your approach this summer is to just intentionally connect with them and give them opportunities to let you into their lives in a non-pushy way, um, that's another strategy is to just either coffee dates or puzzles or find a good book that you can recommend if they're a reader or just gain an interest a little bit in what they're interested in. Or either read something together, right? Like you guys Mm -hmm. can choose something that you're both reading at the same time over the summer and just discussing as you're out doing things together. Um, I would say that I think that's a strong plan of attack is deciding what your summer attitude is going to be how you're going to approach time management. If it's, you know, let's go big and figure out the whole summer. Let's go week by week because I'm just trying to transition from (laughs) what the previous hectic season and also using all those resources and, you know, speaking to others and finding out about new places. Cause while we think we hear about so many things in every city, I know there's still so many more things that (laughs) you can do um, or that you haven't heard about when it's taking place or who's going to be in town. And even like we mentioned last summer, trying something new and camping in someone's backyard. um, I think the more you just share what you're into and others share with you, you'll find things that might work for the season for you. So Torn Tribe, as you're planning for your summer break and choosing your approach, contact us and let us know what you chose. We're excited to hear from you guys and, Hoping that you'll continue to join us throughout this summer season as we continue to share tips throughout our summer series. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. And so, memes, what's mending you these days? Um, the great outdoors, oddly enough, um, really? sometime, exactly. Had some time. I've actually been like pitching that all year to my team. I'm like, make sure you get sunshine, get connected outdoors. I'm like, if they only knew I'm saying this so that I can remember to do this on a regular basis. And I'm like, it's not because I had, I'm already convinced. It's like, I have to say it out loud to remember, but we were on long Island for the long weekend and got to strawberry pick and um, go to a beach, freeze our numb. I was numb from the knees down in the beach and pick stones and find shells. And those are my favorite outdoor activities are all summer activities and um, even planning for it. Yeah. For a person that doesn't like to sweat. You like outdoor activities. Yeah, yeah and summer. but my favorite ones do include water. So that's true. Um, <laughs> I'm not just gonna sit in a puddle, but um, <laughs> planning for it, being out there exploring a different place, um, was it definitely like I, I disconnected not, by not my own choice. I just happened to be someplace where none of the towers for this phone that supposedly has 5G would connect to anything, but it was actually what I needed, you know? So do you see the the contradiction in this host? Um, needed the outdoors, but was freaking out in the first 40 minutes of being out there because I was like, why does my phone have zero bars? Zero. 
zero bars. Like, did Verizon disconnect me? Did something happen? <laughs> like, what happened? But then I recuperated when I realized at least one device in the house was working and then took that opportunity to disconnect and just, you know, use my phone for pictures. But yeah, zero bars. <laughs> so had no choice but to appreciate nature. It, it, yeah, it only took two hours to stop shaking. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I didn't pack up and just leave. Zero just, bars. Just shed it a tear. <laughs> What's mending oh, you? Um, I would say this awesome, and this will probably be the only time in my life I say this. Um, the awesome group text with the kindergarten moms. Oh, I know this is like crazy. crazy. Now it let the record show <laughs> it's recorded. It has happened. I know, but these are the most thoughtful present moms i've ever been grouped with i feel like i entered the wrong grade i'm like wait a minute am i even supposed to be part of this group chat (laughs) um because they're just so thoughtful so are you last year's kindergarten moms (laughs) yeah i'm like still scrolling through i'm like oh yes these are zeke's classmates um But they came up with the idea of, so they had everybody submit their address. And so the kids are going to be writing to each other this summer. And so they'll write a letter to someone and that person will write a letter back. And so they'll be receiving mail and being pen pals. So because since our school is located in Concord and not all of us live there makes it kind of hard to meet up throughout the summer but they figured by drawing each other one you know the nerdy part of us is like well they'll be able to practice their writing and reading they're drawing Um, each other pictures get over (laughs) I was just having a thought about who Sophie can do this with and I'm like she's gonna have a lot of papers with Sophie's name on it (laughs) yes with drawings and yes Troyan tribe i'm putting air quotes drawings and sophie's (laughs) name on it (laughs) please send them my way i'll make a mural um (laughs) so yeah so he's gonna get to write and keep up with his classmates and feel loved and i think it's perfect for my son that will be receiving the you since he's very a sensitive soul and I know he'll treasure these letters and getting them from his classmates and being thought of. So very thoughtful. So great shout out to Hope's kindergarten moms. Well, I guess now we're first grade moms. <laughs> rising first grade. <laughs> so, Oh, that's right. So it is last year's kindergarten because they're rising first grade moms. Yeah. But I, what I meant was, was it last year's like grouping? Yeah, yeah. Like the first grade. Like, is it last year's first grade moms? But you got grouped. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Hopefully, kindergarten moms. <laughs> but yeah. my real ask is because he will love receiving them. But you know how our, Sophie and Zeke are they're they're like they're yin and yang. So please record for me his reaction when he has to reciprocate with his task of writing. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll get a picture and a recording. The recording might not be able to air anywhere. <laughs> exactly. It will like, need to be this censored. This is nice, but they sent me a ta- Like, this means I have to work? 
I'm sure Sophie would say the same. It's like, no, this was for me. That doesn't mean I have to send one. <laughs> we'll see. I, I think if I, if the stars align and there's a particular classmate that writes the first letter to him. Yeah, he'll be transformed. So that's he'll how be they transformed to write back. But we'll see. <laughs> There's a part of me that I'm like, it could go either way, man. <laughs> this kid leaves me on my toes. <laughs> uh. But Torn Tribe, we would love to hear from you and what's mending you these days. And we do not want you to miss a beat, especially during the summer series. So memes tell our folks how to stay connected. So we are at Torn MLB on Facebook, Instagram. And Twitter, reach out to us, torn at mlb at gmail.com. Thanks for joining. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose, choose grace. grace.